Hey there, nerds. It's Gertrude, here for my contractual obligation to ask you to rate us on iTunes. I know, it's annoying. So how about this? I'll give you the time to do it right now. Go for it. Rate us. I don't care that you're driving. Just do it. Just It'll take like two seconds. Just do it. What? Oh, oh you crashed your car? Well, I guess you should have been paying more attention. There's tons of crazy drivers out there just texting and driving all over the place, not giving any consent to pedestrians. I almost got hit by a cab the other day. You know, it's crazy out there. So, did you read us? Did you do it? I'm going to haunt your dreams until you do it. Welcome, foolish mortals, to Awful Neutral. Hello, and welcome to Awful Neutral. I'm your dungeon master, Damien Mercado. With me, as always, is Jesse Egan as... I'll be playing Blanche Poobell, a mother of Gertrude and wife of Tiffy. I cannot wait for Blanche Poobell to get her own spinoff. It's going to be <laughs> like a daytime soap opera mixed with Dungeons and Dragons. Baking with Blanche. <laughs> That's good. I, was, I love that. I was going to go funny. Dragons of Our Lives. <laughs> Very similar. <laughs> Still in the kitchen good. either way. <laughs> Sarah Lee Steiner as Gertrude. CPS's most frequent caller. <laughs> Probably going to call on this episode. We'll see. Hello, I'd like to report myself. <laughs> Clint Beiger as... I'm Chet Blancate, formerly known as Tifi or Artificarian. Formerly known as Chet Blancate. <laughs> and I'm on a spiritual journey. I'm finding myself. Tifi's character arc from episode one. My God, you have changed. I know. It's not a character arc so much as like a character heart monitor. It's just. (laughs) (laughs) With a giant DNR over the chest. (laughs) Gertrude's like, you're a fucking quitter. Only quitters change. (laughs) I loved your speech last episode, by the way, Gertrude. Thank you. It came from the heart. (laughs) Dave Callens as Kevin, noble plate of meatloaf. (laughs) (laughs) With all the gravy. (laughs) And with my fork. (laughs) (laughs) And the star of today's show, real life wonderful dad, fake terrible dad, (laughs) fantasy terrible dad, Bijan Mustafavi as... Lothario de la Pulga. I am here to continue to fight my way out of my son's gay loins and see if he's the one I need to kill. (laughs) (laughs) So many things wrong in that sentence. Yeah, that was just a wild ride in one sentence. It was a good wrap-up, though. For me, it was the candor for me. (laughs) Candor? I nearly can't. Never mind. Go on. Well, uh, that's it. I'm still Lothario. (laughs) 
No more for me. <laughs> Just murderous. Let's move along now. <laughs> and as always, Damien Mercado as... Nobody ever gives Damien an intro. Uh, I'll be your dungeon master. I play every fucking... No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep that. I don't like myself enough to talk about myself. So. <laughs> well, it's unanimous then. <laughs> <laughs> When we last left our adventurers, they were in a seedy fantasy strip club in an unnamed part of Sostagaria. The Archdevil Dispatter took Lothario to do a cheat run through his quest to meet and save all of his children. Dispatter was simply concerned with which child would uh, foster in the upcoming apocalypse. He decided to help Lothario on his quest. While on the quest, it's followed a Quantum Leap-style adventure where Lothario was taken through time and space to see each one of his children to determine which one was the Harbinger of Doom. The first place they showed up, they were in the middle of an AA meeting. While at that AA meeting, they found the Demon Lord Grast was there as well, also trying to determine which of Lothario's children was the chosen one. Uh, listening to the Archdevil's advice, Lothario briefly considered child murder. Lothario <laughs> was confronted... Uh, briefly is generous. I think you mean infant side? <laughs> right when him and his animated wheelchair were about to strike down his child, he was confronted by the goddess Saloon, who told him that there was another way. Saloon then offered for Lothario to be champion, then gave Lothario the opportunity to go back and correct some of the parenting mistakes that had plagued the first child that he had aided. After that, he jumped into the body of the next child, which found himself in a much more uncomfortable situation as he found himself in a seedy strip club receiving a lap dance from none other than his son. After a hilariously uncomfortable situation... <laughs> from everyone. <laughs> and incredible stage dances from the rest of the cast, two of whom were Meatloaf, the singer, and an actual Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> Pour some gravy on me. It is now time for Lothario's son to take the stage to begin his dance routine. And that is where we're going to pick up now. Is this going to be the scene from Little Nax X? Is it going to be him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the devil. <laughs> Can we play It's Raining Meatloaf? It's raining meatloaf. <laughs> it's raining meat. <laughs> I can't play songs that don't exist. <laughs> well, well, that that you can't. <laughs> Can you just splice splice something real quick, Damien? <laughs> go back in time just, and just, make the song. Just Damien, like that, just, go like that. Just record a brand new pop hit. Could you do that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we get to a certain amount of Patreons, I swear to God, I will splice. <laughs> if we get to 1,000 Patreons, I will make that song happen. Okay, so I now we got the song. We got Sarah Lee's tattoo, and there was a third one. I forget what it was, though. The strip dance. Mm, yeah. Manny Milano, take the stage. Manny Milano, need it on the stage. All right, well, sorry, it's my turn. Really nice talking to you. Maybe I'll talk to you after I'm done with my dance. All right, uh, bye, mister. What'd you say your name was? I'm sorry, just take your money. Can I notice that uh, as he's getting ready for his dance uh, on the stage and taken, 
taken more stuff off, so is his tattoo. It's mirroring him, and his Tasmanian ta tattoo is also in the thong now. Oh, getting ready to go on stage. <laughs> does, it, does it shave itself and then put on it? Like, how can you get any less Tasmanian? It just saves its cheeks, so it knows. It shaves its cheeks in the shape of a thong, and then... And it twerks. Yeah. As it spins, it twerks. <laughs> so the thong is hairy, or it's the opposite where that's the skin? The thong else? is the hair. It's not an actual thong. It's just he shaves his cheeks in the shape of the thong. That's so much so more that, graphic. So when he turns and does the running man, you see... Or the spinning man. I had the same issue, Sarah. Was, was the bald spot... The thong, exactly. or was like you know which 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 direction were you going? Both send very different vibes. I I adapted as you guys ask questions. It was originally a real thong. I thought Clint was saying he's had the same issue like shaving his own cheeks. He was like, <laughs> Me too. I, was like I got the same issue. I can't tell if I'm wearing a thong. We're learning a lot about each other. <laughs> So Taz is in a thong, and then he turns around and he goes, Yabba Dabba Doo, and he's ready. The <laughs> <laughs> gift reads Yabba Dabba Doo now, but it's like uh, the words are italicized, and it has uh, three eggplant emojis. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> and it's like flashing neon. <laughs> yeah, that's, that Taz fucks. Oh, my God. So Manny runs up to the stage. Uh, he begins his dance routine. I feel like Manny would um, saunter up to the stage. Yeah, Manny like saunters up to the stage, uh, says, stop calling me. You know my stage name is Baby Bear. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, and at that moment, camera cuts to like side stage. All the bears from Honey Heist are sitting there with a handful of dollar bills. <laughs> yeah. He's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, take it off, eh? Take it off. I could do more with my ass. <laughs> oh, I need to get more singles. <laughs> Can all the bears realize there's a there's a plate of meatloaf? <laughs> and then they all get hungry. <laughs> hey, good thing we left Tom Fane outside, eh? <laughs> <laughs> he was unable to climb the steps and fell down. Yeah, they uh, thought he was a kid, because like, uh, he's so small and everything. This is so good. Falthacuth, he felt stupid. <laughs> this is maybe my favorite thing we've ever done. <laughs> You're shitting on Dave, right? <laughs> when this human is done taking off his clothes, we should eat him. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a halfling, eh? They're like snack-sized humans, eh? Fun-sized. Wait till he takes off his clothes. Oh, yes, he is a halfling. Oh, that was a joke. <laughs> a wiener-sized joke. <laughs> Can I get up and cover cover Manny up with my coat and be like, show my sons, I mean, show, show, show this... Man, some respect. He is not a piece of meat. That over there is a piece of meat. And then I point to the meatloaf. <laughs> Still rubbing it all over myself. Ah, yeah. Gravy everywhere, right where it needs to be. Question, meatloaf. Yes. Both meatloafs. I forgot you're a combo deal. <laughs> meatloafs. <laughs> Package deal. It's two for one. Come on down for a meatloaf combo. <laughs> Every Friday. 
are you on a side stage? Are you just doing this off stage? Are you doing this as part of a lap dance? No, as uh, as as Bijan, I'm sorry, as uh, Lothario took his son off stage, we use that opportunity to get the the spotlight, and we jump up there. We we were just randomly in the audience because no one would let us have a stage or a lap dance space. But we saw the opportunity. We're doing our own thing. But we we saw a spot. We take it. Yes. The DJ moved the light over to <laughs> to the meatloafs. All right, so um, Lothario gets up. He he takes a, a blanket or some cloak he's wearing and holds it up and covers. The crowd starts booing. Uh, they, they stop throwing dollar bills and start throwing, like, beer bottles at Lothario. I'm going to roll at some dice to see if any of them hit. He rolled a 69. <laughs> Roll to four, so it's it's like in TV when nobody can hit you. Like these stormtroopers are throwing bottles at you, and so they're all missing. They're crashing on the stage. Even Manny's like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? Security! Security! Come on, my son, shine. We have to get out of here. <laughs> that old woman is Good bathing in meat. It's not safe. I'm oh, not a I... woman. I am meat loaf." I mean, that old man that looks kind of like a woman is bathing in meat. Thank you. Uh, the DJ ships the light. <laughs> Chet uh, talks, leans over to Blanche, is like, Wow, we are doing a good job. Our daughter has been doing such a good job of playing with that cat since we cured her of her curse. We are great parents, honey. We are the best parents. Now let me do some more stripping up here. <laughs> 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 uh, we're going to say that the, the bouncer, when you do this, I love what you did, uh, by the way, Pichon. Bouncer, the orcish man, Martin, uh, Marty, I believe his name was. Bouncer uh, just goes, all right, come on. You got to go. Got to go. Come on, outside. What are you, get off me. Get off me. What are you doing? But he manpowers me and drags me out. Yeah, he's like, you're staring at your son, you know, like, no, what have I done? As, as like you're grabbing onto the chairs. No, 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 I am Latario. La Pulga, and I have to kill one of them. I don't know which one. I mean, no, no. I, I, I have to talk to my friend. Let me in there. What did you say his name was? Mr. Blaglario Bullablue? Yeah, whatever. I got DJ, fire that music. Oh, uh, damn it. The fucking meatloaf has the stage no. again. This is my tip. All right, guys. I'm running out of meatloaf. I'm going to need you to bring the buffet to the stage. we got to get more gravy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, she does the flash dance thing. That instead of water, it's a bucket of gravy that dumps over. <laughs> <laughs> like in Coyote Ugly when she's on the bar and they're just yes. pouring everything on. <laughs> okay. Sally's not enough for the flash dance reference. <laughs> yeah, I am not. Thank you. That's why I went with Coyote Ugly. <laughs> don't be surprised about the amount of gravy that's been readily available in the audience. <laughs> because, Kevin, you chose a form that is much more vulnerable. So, like, I'm going to say if somebody eats that meatloaf. It, it's, you're going to take damage, Kevin. So uh -oh. they are too. It's <laughs> Wait, time out, time out. <laughs> <laughs> Who is eating meatloaf at a strip club? Like no one. <laughs> who's not? Yeah, who's me? The, the, the most upstanding members of society aren't going to the seediest strip club. <laughs> I thought they were going to go for the wings. In fact, now, what strip clubs have you been to, Sarah Lee? None. <laughs> I so have no idea what they're like. <laughs> yeah, the same. <laughs> As you're dancing, Gertrude, one of the uh, a uh, sloven, in fact, plump, halfling man, dirt, like, like he's wearing a trench coat, just looks like a real dirt ball. Like, oh, yeah, that's why I like coming to the strip club during the daytime. <laughs> you get the d lunch specials. Hey, I'll take some of that meatloaf. I'll give you uh, three gold pieces for the meatloaf. <laughs> Oh, that's real tempting. A uh, bamboo Bigelow swats him away. He's like, no, I'm enjoying this right now, eh? 
Boys, change of plans. I think instead of Vaffling, we should kill this gravy lady and eat her. There are so many gravy boats in this trip club, it is very coincidental that she is dancing for gravy. What's the name of this place, by the way? The Vulgar Unicorn. <laughs> yeah, listen, when people come to the Vulgar Unicorn, there's a certain set of standards that people expect, and they're really low. Horny Huffy's in here, guys. What about the horny unicorn? <laughs> oh, that's a good one, the horny unicorn. The morning DJ shift is done. Now it's time for the daytime DJ to step in. Horny Huffy. <laughs> I love this DJ. He's my favorite. <laughs> you guys want eggs? We have a food truck out back. So eggs. I'm going to start popping them out. Play Fred Bear by Ted Nugent, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring Cinnamon back up to the stage. <laughs> so, Lothar, you're outside. Manny comes outside to uh, see you. What was that? Like, what? What was that? Like, like you, you've never been. You're one of my best customers. You've never been all like. You've never been all crazy and stalkery before. Well, uh, I have to tell you, do you, uh, it's going to sound crazy, but do you believe in... Uh, love at first sight. Uh, <laughs> magic. Do you believe in magic? <laughs> in a young girl's heart. Do you believe in life after love? <laughs> the song by Cher. Do you believe You're so how random. many voices are in my fucking head when I'm trying to think of something to say? Too fucking many. I know, you just, you just sat there and you just like stared at me blankly for 20 seconds. You're so random. It looked like your eyes were darting back and forth like you were listening to different voices in your head. I don't know what to say, but do you believe in street magic? And he pulls a coin from behind his ear. A paternity test I, from the ear. You're a wizard. Can I take his nose? Roll deception check. Yeah, roll, roll a deception check. We're gonna see. We're gonna see how convincing the street magic was. No, uh, I'm gonna say sleight of hand. Uh, you're Lothario della Pulga. You have uh, amazing sleight of hand. Oh yeah. Okay. That's a rogue. <laughs> to actually take his nose. <laughs> do you do the David Blaine look afterwards, <laughs> where you're just like intensely like ooh? Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, you, you rolled a thirteen, and Lothario has, I believe, a plus ten in sleight of hand. For a second, he puts his hands up to his face to check and see if his nose is still there. <laughs> oh my god! You know, it sounds crazy, but you know, I, you got me for a second. You know, maybe it's the fact that I avoided schooling since thirteen just to, you know, live on the streets and do whatever I want. Uh, or maybe you're just that good. By the way, you fooled me, and so. Uh, congratulations. Holy shit. I thought you took my nose. You were good with your hands, mister. Maybe you should be my sugar daddy. Well, no, you know, you know what's also funny about that is I, I might be, uh, your dad. <laughs> you are random. Oh, hold <laughs> <laughs> 
Listen. Please, if you want to be my sugar daddy, you can. Hold on one second. By the way, hold no, on. No, 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 oh. no sugar for you. I'm slightly diabetic, so this, no. But he, listen. Uh, Manny turns around, cuts you off, turns around, uh, and that is when you see it. Uh, you see he's waving at a figure. You see a figure just like before. This is the figure that the demon lord grasped or the Tim Curry character is inhabiting. You can kind of see, uh, you can kind of see the illusion right behind him, but the body that you see looks like Jason Statham. <laughs> if he was like a cult leader, like long robes, you know, he's uh, he's a bald guy, but, you know, pretty uh, muscly, very fit. I'm a transporter. <laughs> yeah, he's got motor oil all over him from that one fight scene. <laughs> yeah, he slides in. <laughs> Even though he's in the bottom of his robes are stained black. Uh, actually, it's it's not motor oil, it's gravy. <laughs> Hello, love. And he walks up and picks up Manny. It's great to see you here. What's my favorite sugar baby doing here? You ready for a trip this weekend? And he looks at you, Lothario. Or see you have a friend. The demon lord Grass uh, looks at you, Lothario, with a hateful glare. And then everyone breaks into a big rendition of You've Got a Friend in Me. <laughs> Does this, is this one bothering you, Manny? Do I go to remove him? I just got done beating up a lot back there. Could handle this one too if you want, if he's bothering you. Lothario screams, no, and then he pulls out a gravy boat that he had <laughs> stole from the strip club <laughs> and does a flip and then tries to throw it right in between uh, the transporter's eyes. Give me an <laughs> acrobatics check. Give me a gravy attack roll. <laughs> Is Lothario proficient in gravy boats? <laughs> I rolled a 21. You rolled a 21 in your acrobatics check. It looks like you were you were an extra or a stuntman for the new Mortal Kombat movie. You just did like one of those <laughs> standing... Which was so much fun, by the way. <laughs> in the middle of this standing flip, you ace the landing on, by the way. You throw the gravy boat, which, by the way, I love the idea of a strip club with just gravy boats. <laughs> yeah, we're classy, you know? Yeah, we're classy. We're be the vulgar unicorn, baby. Yeah. I mean, we don't put gravy in there. We put nacho cheese sauce. Yeah, you know, same thing. Uh, give me an attack roll and add six to whatever you roll. Fifteen. Uh, my goal is to aim right in between his eyes. His eyes? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, to knock knock the transporter off his game, and then I was going to run and tackle Manny away from him. His AC is 14, so congratulations. Yes. He is unarmed. Yes. Mortal gravy! He brings his hand up to try to catch the glass, but it's just a second too late, and it hits him right between the eyes. <laughs> Ugh, crook! Ugh. <laughs> Oh, you bloody bastard. Was that a crikey I heard in there? I did. Yeah, I was. He's got Australian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you might didgeridoo. <laughs> Ooh, how about yabba dabba didgeridoo? It's not Australian. <laughs> Is that a gravy boat, you tosser? Just throw a gravy boat at me. All right, ladies, time to get warmed up. And he kisses his fist, and uh, Manny runs in between With you. Tongue. Boys, boys, stop fighting over me. There's enough Manny to go around. <laughs> but he does turn to you, Lothario. What is with you? Uh, you? I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's really romantic that you're attacking my sugar daddy. I mean, but, I mean... Like, listen, if you, are you going to take me away this weekend? Because I have plans with him. So unless you plan on beating those plans, I don't know what your, what your game plan is here. 
Can I? I will say at this point, by the way, the bouncers start throwing out the bears. The honey heist bears. <laughs> Get out of here. You, you, you attack that halfling. No, I just wanted to taste him. He looked delicious. <laughs> this last time we let in a couple of big hairy dudes like you. I thought there was something off about you. Now I know what it is. You guys like to fight. Get on out of here. You are racist. Bamboo Bigelow has like an armload of toilet paper that he stole from the bathroom because he's also one of the, the toilet paper bears from the commercials. The Charmin bears. He has a crush on Charmin. He has a crush on the Charmin bear. You can't even wipe right. That's all sorts of scraps on the bottom of that bear's butt. You look so snuggly. You see Tom Fan being chased uh, by some police in the distance and you guys <laughs> run to go follow. Oh, you better go help out Tom. Looks like you got in trouble. Oh, he's again. making a distraction for us. Good going. Now we can get away clean. Oh, now we got closure in this uh, this uh, cameo. This is cool. <laughs> Very bad, guys. Suna, spray your anus and let us go. <laughs> okay, so... Crocky, what's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Sarah Lee Storner in this world. I had another burrito. Hey. Sarah Lee Steiner was given an artifact. If she ever has to use the restroom, uh, uh, she can tell. And it, it's not. There's not a convenient place to go. She can teleport to any realm and blow up their restroom. <laughs> it has been a saving. It's been a lifesaver. Thank you. Guilt free. Greatest crossover episode yet. <laughs> Definitely the best uh, fan gift we've gotten so far. <laughs> Did Gertrude go outside or is she still inside? No, Gertrude is with the gravy train in the buffet as Milo. The dancing. I told them to back the buffet to the table. I am just rolling in the buffet with all the different things. <laughs> Mac and cheese, chicken wings, whatever the special is. <laughs> It's just the DJ rocking. So Luckily, but this, again, this is this is in the form of meatloaf swimming yes. in, in the buffet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm even getting the ranch dressing. You gotta get the right visual going. <laughs> spinning, yeah, swimming in a ranch. fountain, spinning ranch up in the air. I love it. I am the Bellagio fountain of condiments right now. Oh. <laughs> it just shoots up. Yep. And then I catch it in my mouth. This is Gertrude's fantasy. Or Sarah Lee's fantasy. <laughs> I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. I don't know where Gertrude ends and <laughs> begins on that fantasy. It's like a Jackson Pollock painting in there. <laughs> so Lothario grabs Manny and he's like, my my son, uh, Shine, uh, you, 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 you just don't have to work in a place where there's random gravy boats flying around and bears stealing toilet paper. You can do there, better than this. There were bears I just here? Need they were not the kind that you would enjoy. They were very vicious bears. <laughs> they eat people on calzones like nobody's business. Uh, Bamboo Bigelow throws a roll of toilet paper at him. <laughs> <laughs> it hits Jason Statham in the side of the head. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I just have to prove uh, that you are a, uh, a, a nice guy person to that man laying on the ground that I just hit with a gravy boat. Uh, you hear a dispatter near. He has to choose. Listen. Let, let, just let, let it develop. Let, hold on. We, he, has to, he has to have a choice. Just one second. Uh, at that point, the demon lord uh, puts his hand on Manny's shoulder and spins him around. All right, listen. I've had about enough of this. I'm about to kill this one. About to beat him, beat him with my oil-covered hands for throwing a 
bloody gravy belt in the face. And then I was going to another roll of toilet paper, hit him in the head, and interrupt him. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, roll a d20. You got to beat a 14. We'll assume uh, Bamboo Bigelow has plus three to his dexterity, plus two to his dexterity. Give me a plus two on that. Uh, Plus two to my roll on d20. Uh I rolled an eight, plus two is ten. Oh, you hit me with that roll of toilet paper, you idiot. <laughs> Bloody sorry, I was I was saying something in some funny voice in the distance I had listened to. I was a little distracted. I think, I think somebody's trying to throw some toilet paper at me again. <laughs> Fucked up. I've had about enough of this. Listen, I've, I've been, I've been, I've given you all the money, all the everything you could want. I've been the very good and uh, sugar daddy to you. Now I want to know if you're willing to come to me t- to on this trip this weekend and have all everything you could possibly desire. And as he's talking, you can hear the demon's voice. You guys at least can hear the demon's voice get louder. Come for the hedonism, the excess, the depravity, the sin. Well, gee, that sounds like a lot of fun. And I really had my heart set on going. I mean, like, yeah, I know that's probably going to do a lot of like, things I'll never forget, like things that I probably can't even come back from, you know. But it just sounds so fun, all that, all that sin, all that just doing naughty stuff, that excess. I mean, why shouldn't I go? You, you, I mean, you, you wanted me, you, you cared enough to throw a gravy boat at somebody's head. Why shouldn't I go? I just feel in my heart that I've known you very long from all of these uh, months of of dances and talking and I think you can do better and have a better life with your morals. I, I see that you are uh, very moralistic by all of the the positive phrases you have on your thong that are typed on there. It's very, very uplifting. I just, I feel you can do better than that. And I really want to hit him and have a toilet paper in the middle of that speech. <laughs> <laughs> can you try to hit me? <laughs> Another attack roll. All right. Dave, whatever you want, I just want an attack roll. You can punctuate it, and we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. Uh, D20, 16, plus 2, 18. 18, and you're going for Jason Statham again? No, no. I was going for uh, uh, Lothario for while he was talking. Lothario. <laughs> Bamboo Bigelow is goddamn John Elway throwing a Nerf Vortex football. <laughs> he has been escaping from the police or the constables of this town for at least the last five minutes, yet he still can throw Hail Marys. And Lothario, in the middle of this imp- of this speech, this uh, impassioned speech to his son about a better way, <laughs> smacked in the face with a roll of toilet paper. Oh, damn it. Single ply. Single ply. <laughs> Single ply. <laughs> Those cheap bastard bears. Uh, can, can Suna also yell at Lothario because they're all watching and be like, just tell him about that damn demon. He'll understand. I feel like at this point, uh, uh, Bamboo Bigelow just looks like Trump throwing out rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> from Where was he? He was in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, yeah. Sorry to pause real quick. I just want to make sure we know what we're saying is sinful. It's a weird topic for me, honestly. Like, what are we saying is sinful that this kid's going to go do? The best, if you guys know the Warhammer lore, no. um, which I don't think any of you would, but just, just <laughs> Google Slanesh and you'll, it's some fucked up stuff. Is this some fan fiction that you wrote? Hey, wait, Damien, real quick. What, what does the, this place that he's going to again, I forget, this kid's going on a trip to? 
Yeah, I mean, this is a, we're, we're very sex positive with this, but I, so I want to try to draw a line between excess. Yes, the kind of excess that dispatter and, and, uh, and you, you get the, you get the feeling that this is the level of excess, like if it was like a, a Hellraiser villain, like a, a Xenobite. There is a lot of torture, flesh ripping, where pain and pleasure kind of come together in this sick, hellish world. Can we cut to inside the club for real quick, just for one quick scene? Yes. One quick second. So while this is occurring outside, and we're inside, so Gertrude is swimming like meatloaf in the buffet. Is that yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, sometimes I roll like an otter would roll in there, or like a seal <laughs> coming up on a landing to, to like rub it on my belly. Cinnamon grabbed a camera and is prancing around taking pictures of her family in this moment. With like a little tear. But they look like the photos at the end of the hangover. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Cinnamon just has like a tear running from her eye. Like she just loves that like the whole family's getting together and and having a good time. This is so much fun. And Cinnamon's like, I wonder what's going on outside. I forget. What's what's Lothario up to again? I wasn't paying attention to Dispatter at the end of that. Oh, they're having some sort of security breach. There was bears everywhere. As Blanche, I, I would like to try to talk to uh, the manager of the of the club, if there is a manager there. I'm trying to hustle my calzones. I say, <laughs> now listen, I think, I think we can have a cross promotion. As you can see, the buffet is situation is not optimal. You have a lot of problems. There's a lot of meatloaves swimming in there. And I think personal pan foods would be much better for your establishment. How do you feel about linking up with my hovel? Question uh, before, because I do a lot of these. Does anybody want to play the manager of the Volker Unicorn? Do Sarah it, Lee? Dave. Do it, Dave. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> uh, what's, uh, what's this personal? What are you talking about now? They're like uh, tiny pizzas folded on top of each other and put in a pan. Oh, I love folded food. What else you got folded? Uh, I also have you got a any lot. folded pasta? I have scrapple that I fold over and over until it's just a a, a meaty pocket of, of crusty meats, which I... Oh, meaty pockets. You're talking about my other strip club across town. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you have a chain. Perhaps we could get some, some work uh, oh, going over there. Oh, yeah, they got chains there. over there. That one's a little dark. It's, uh... Crazy stuff going on in the meaty pockets. Well, I have a, a, a thriving business in the swamp, but I really could use some more customers. So, you got some of these calzones right now? Let me see what you're talking about. Well, let me uh, let me get back into your kitchen back there, and uh, let's see what we can whip up together. I've I brought a a sack of scrapple here just in case you need it. Ooh, sack of scrapple! <laughs> now you're talking. <laughs> A leaky bindle. Like a emergency <laughs> scrapple. I always bring scrapple. I have a bag of holding, and all, the only thing in it uh, is scrapple. Funny. It's a. Can it be a bindle of holding? It's a bindle of scrapple <laughs> holding. It's a very specific enchantment. Why is that bag so slimy? You can. I have a few samples here. I brought. And I've chopped them up into tiny Costco-like pieces. He takes the calzones <laughs> and stacks them in his hand like a stack of dollar bills and starts making it rain calzones uh, all around the club. <laughs> now this is the best club ever. Several of the dancers go and starts picking up pieces of the uh, the scrapple that's been rained. <laughs> so what do you think? Do you think we have a deal? I think that uh, 
I can provide food for your establishment and uh, and uh, at a reasonable fee. And then you could employ my my little meaty Gertie here. Perhaps give her a little uh, position in your club. Perhaps a management or something higher up. You I don't have to just buffet. use gravy. I can use calzones too. I love marinara. She works very hard. Oh, mother-daughter act. Yeah, you guys are on board. Let's do it. <laughs> Show me the meatballs. So wait, meatloaf is that strip? Is that stripper's mother or daughter? I don't. <laughs> I love it. Keep going. I know she looks a little older than me, but that's just how we do it. Uh, well, thank then, you. Then realizing, fully realizing, this is the singer slash actor Meatloaf. Uh, the manager looks at Meatloaf and says, "Yeah, she's got a great rack too. I love it." <laughs> now that's where I, I draw the line there's no one that could objectify my Gertie and I cast locust swarm <laughs> in the club <laughs> I would never work here there's bugs everywhere <laughs> there's just a swarming biting locusts fill a 20 foot radius sphere come on Gertie we have to go Nice try, but we already had locusts. This is nothing. <laughs> I'm already covered in food. Aren't the locusts just going to come to me? <laughs> the locusts and the cockroaches start battling it out. <laughs> I'm just slowly becoming... God. What was that movie in the 90s where he just becomes all the bugs? I'm like Oogie oh, Boogie Man? right now. Candyman, but also like Oogie Boogie when they take the cloth off and he's all just <laughs> bugs put together. Gertie, quickly tell a bad pun and your crickets will fend off these locusts. <laughs> Uh, I, I can't just be put on the spot like that. <laughs> what I do is an art. Dirty uh, Gertie, that's a great stage name. This deal's getting better yeah. and better. Dirty Gertie. Dirty Gertie. I'll, I'll, think, I'll think about it while I itch <laughs> and swat. Not the first time Gertrude has said that. So that's what's going on inside. Actually, I, I have an idea. I have an idea. Just throwing this idea out there. We'll see how it plays out. <laughs> Me covered in bugs. Can I bring the locust hail down on this evil guy outside? Mm. Jason like, Statham? Yeah, and just like tackle him, roll around, get all the bugs and the grossness on him. She okay. runs out screaming with the bugs mm-hmm. on her. Or meatloaf does. <laughs> As the locust swarm is attacking the vulgar unicorn, swarming uh, the, the manager, he has to shield his cigar you know, from locusts as they're flying. I, <laughs> uh, t- I'm sorry. The the manager actually is a lizard man, so he's he's <laughs> eating the locusts out of the air as they're swarming around. <laughs> Joke, jokes on you. This is my buffet. <laughs> <laughs> and as like uh, cockroaches are riding rats to defend the club against the invading locusts. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the movie Joe's Apartment? Yeah. Where, and then the cockroaches yeah. are riding the cats yeah. and it's yeah, the yeah. kitty cat rodeo. <laughs> Forgot. That's a good reference. It's such an obscure movie. That movie. That's so funny. Like most of the patrons don't notice because they just think it's the normal amount of rats and cockroaches on the ground at this club. But there is a Lord of the Rings-esque battle happening <laughs> below chair level. You can't see the floor. Like, there's, you can't see the floor. Yeah, there's like one or two like cat kaijus with like uh, <laughs> wrecking shop. <laughs> this, I mean, truth be told, there could be a whole campaign about this battle. Uh, if we, but... Is DJ Horny Huffy narrating the, the carnage? Yes. 
Yeah, 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 you gotta roll your cockroach. Uh, we have uh, above average rodent. Uh, we are at maximum rodent capacity. So please, somebody stop inviting more rodents. Uh, I know rodents drink free. Let's hope that all of our non-pest uh, clientele uh, go ahead and tuck your pants into your socks and thank you later. <laughs> <laughs> the ro- there's rodent bodyguards starting to bounce uh, rodents from the club because they're over capacity. <laughs> like men in black size cockroaches. Oh, God. <laughs> um, uh, excuse me. I'm really going to have to ask you not to do that. <laughs> oh, that's the roach guy. You slowly. It's weird. You can. Gertrude, you feel. Like, you can almost understand <laughs> the language of the locusts. You mean I know the way of the crickets? You you feel that you, like, uh, like you, like, as they're flying by you, they hear, like, out of the way, out of the way, meatloaf. We got a battle to get to. You hear, like, one one locust say as it flies by you. Are, are the crickets taking over my body? Mm, you've actually aligned now with the crickets. They're not. You just noticed that you can understand them. You're like Dr. Doolittle, but only for wow. crickets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Command them. I'm trying so hard to think of a pun. Ask them attack that demon. Oh, a pun. <laughs> wow, wow, guys, really. I mean, just you know, me, just a little guy covered in condiments. I really uh, relish the moment here. Oh, God. (laughs) 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 Here come more crickets. The battle of the vulgar unicorn was not going well for the locust, but upon Gertrude saying that, somewhere with, with an unknown point of origin, cricket reinforcements can be seen <laughs> spilling into the strip club. Hey, I thought we said we had maximum of pest capacity. Here as the tide of the rodent battle slowly begins to shift. God, all, all I hear is the Game of Thrones theme song right now in my head. Yeah. Battle of the Bold. Many of the locusts fly by you and say, thank you, champion. <laughs> Champion, you're welcome. They're on your side now. I'm a goddamn champion. (laughs) (laughs) And that is where we're going to zoom out there. Uh, We're going to go back outside. Lothario, in your ear, you hear Saloon, the goddess. I understand this would be very hard. Your son does not understand the the choice that is being made. Um, You are my champion. You are bestowed with my powers. Um, I... uh, um, Basically, give him a scared straight. Uh, if you simply were, perhaps if you were to uh, give him a scared straight speech, and uh, I promise you, if you were to, at the end of this speech, explain uh, perhaps uh, the two roads that he is on and the uh, that the consequences of this decision, uh, I will use my light to illustrate the point. This might uh, rile up the crickets some more, but shouldn't you give him a scared non-binary speech? <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Dave. <laughs> Dave, there could only be one joke. champion in this group, Dave, okay? And it is me. Is that, did Tyrion come out? Um, so come on, babe, what is it? It's going to be it's going to be me or this old turd here. Looks like old Hugh Laurie. <laughs> uh, Manny, listen to me before I smack the shit out of this Jason state of wannabe. <laughs> he will, it sounds fun like you're going to lube up in motor oil and have a good time. But as soon as he gets the chance, he's going to slit your throat and kill you and everybody you love. Everybody you've ever danced for. I don't think I've ever tried that position. <laughs> it's not fun, and you can only do it one time. <laughs> oh, really? Think about the position you do once, and then you can never do another position. 
ever again. But if you come with me, you could find love, you could find happiness, you could do as many positions as you want with whoever you want, but just not these people. They sound like there's a lot of dirt and bugs, and I don't know what the hell is going on inside that building. <laughs> well, no, it just it seems like, you know, I, I mean, I'll just, I just, you know, you've given me a lot of money for party drugs and stuff, and like, it just feels like things are getting old. I gotta, like, I need a change or something. At least he's offering something. And yeah, you know what? Like, maybe I, maybe I do end up, you know, cutting some guy's face off. You know? <laughs> Let me show you what that feels like. Grab my hand. You grab his hand, and immediately he is hit with two futures. Uh, he sees one where um, he's dancing. Uh, you know, he, there shows him like a montage of him uh, taking his love of dance, and you know, like uh, it shows his lifetime of you know maybe dancing in a drag review one show, maybe dancing on Broadway the next, maybe a street show the next, maybe some ballet. You know, just showing all the possibilities. You get the feeling that he's seeing a myriad of possibilities, not necessarily one set future. And at the very end of it, it's it's Lothario really old, stealing his nose again. <laughs> magic trick, and he's in his lap. <laughs> Why does this dude keep stealing my nose? <laughs> Just, do I get married to him? Is that way it's a part of my life still? It's sweet. I, like a tear rolls down his eyes, and then he switched to the other one. And in this one, uh, it actually shows him as a, a high-up member of this cult. Uh, you know, he looks like a, a Xenobite in some ways in that, you know, he has like flesh mutilated but more importantly it shows him in this vision mutilating other people and at that point he violently jerks away from you oh my god ew that was the worst fucking dream i've ever had like it started off really sweet and cool and i was like like i kind of was like inspired but like oh my god like i just he turns towards jason statham you sick fuck <laughs> what would you talk what'd you tell him what did you show him can I throw another gravy boat? <laughs> <laughs> How many do you have? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> so many. Tim Curry's character looks filled with rage. He looks. He knows he's been bested again. A Lothario's son, given the choice between the horrible fruit he was offering, uh, he, well, he now knows this is not the child. Uh, but at that point, when he's uh, about to take out his anger, the club door flies open. Locusts, rats, cockroaches, terrified patrons come streaming out. One of the people, as they're swatting away locusts, drops a gravy boat that lands at Lothario's <laughs> feet. Go ahead and give me an attack roll, Lothario. Chet leans over to Blanche. That is our daughter, the Cricket Lord. I'm so proud of Gertrude. <laughs> I couldn't be prouder. Her terrible puns have finally paid off. A 16, yeah. Uh, like, right as he turns, what the bloody hell? To look at the door swinging open, another gravy boat hits him in the side of the head. And also, he goes down. <laughs> um, Damien, as the gravy boat hits him, a roll of toilet paper comes sailing down from the sky and bounces off the top of his head at the same time. So um, the door slams open. What the bloody hell? Grass says as the door to the, the vulgar unicorn swings open. Cockroaches, locusts, bar patrons, everybody comes streaming out of the vulgar unicorn in a panic into the streets. One of the strip club patrons is swatting at locusts uh, with their hand with a gravy boat and it slips out of their hand, landing at Lothario's feet. Lothario, give me an attack roll. So 19. 19. Where, <laughs> what, what did you want to do with this? I, I wanted to aim right between his eyes again and knock him out so I can <laughs> have enough time to convince Manny to make the right what the bloody hell as he, uh, after the surprise of this insanity wears off after a second, he turns back to Lothario and Manny. 
As soon as he turns his head, that is when his face meets a pound of porcelain flying <laughs> at about 40 miles per hour at his face. You hear the sound of a skull being knocked twice, once on upon impact of the uh, gravy boat and the second time upon impact with the ground behind him. And we're gonna say that- uh, Damien, when, uh, when the gravy boat hit him in the face, at the exact same time, just out of the darkness up above, came sailing down as if thrown from three blocks away, uh, a roll of toilet paper <laughs> flying down with unerring accuracy, hitting him on top of his head at the same point as when the gravy boat hit him in the face. As much as I'd like to say that happened, I need an attack roll. Uh, I get a plus two, right? There's going to be two hits, me hitting you with a gravy boat and you hitting the floor. 17. 17. Okay. Um, let's say this. Uh, uh, Dave, you wanted to hit him in the head, right? I just want to hit him at the same time as the gravy boat hit him. In the head, yeah. He hit Snowpoke again. <laughs> oh, you hit me again with another roll of toilet paper. What have I done to deserve such attacks with butt paper? I am much bigger than you, Panda Bear. Remember that. <clears throat> I will say this. As Jason Statham's head, as he is hit with the gravy boat in the face, he falls backward, hits hits his head, knocking himself unconscious. By the way, his uh, while his physical body is unconscious, you can see very much that the demon form he is possessing is not unconscious. He is, oh, I look forward to flaying the flesh from your bones. Oh, it'll be exquisite. <laughs> so he hits his head, and then he starts sliding backwards in the grease down the hill. As he is sliding down the hill, that is when a roll of toilet paper from nowhere lands on his groin. <laughs> <laughs> like a Hans Mole man getting hit with a football. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell! Oh my I love God. it. I love it. <laughs> we all have our, our buttons. Mine is in the groin. Guy getting hit in the groin will make me giggle every time. <laughs> that football in the groin scene on The Simpsons changed my life. <laughs> He's sliding away. And the manager is yelling out the door, thanks for coming to Bug Night. See you tomorrow. <laughs> we'll be in touch about that calzone hookup. Horny Huffy comes out, where is that piece of meatloaf? <laughs> Getting hungry. <laughs> We're going to say that uh, Manny turns to Lothario in kind of the aftermath, you know, the uh, the sweet moment. I just wanted to thank you so much. You you saved me. I mean, I don't I don't know if what I got was real. It felt real. But I mean, it's... It, the, the, just when you touched me, there was like some, like I got a vision. That was crazy. But I think, I think you saved me. I think I did too, because I am happy I do not have to kill you. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I'm happy you, you what? found. What did you say? No, no, a better way. The, the old <laughs> other life would have killed you is what I'm trying to say what? by backpedaling with my words. Listen, I, I know things like it's, I've just had a lot, I've been doing a lot of thinking in a very short amount of time. And, and I, I really thank you for being interested in me. Like, and I would love a new sugar daddy, but I think, you know, with this, this between, you know, the flesh, you know, things, and then, you know, this club being overrun by rodents and the new, you know, I just, and like all the bears that have been coming here recently, like, I just think that maybe it's time I go back to school and like try something new. That's a very good idea. And I just think I need to be single for a bit and work on me and like just kind of, you know, maybe just try cuddling up with a good book on a Saturday night and just, you know, getting crazy on Sunday or, you know, during the week on like an industry night or something, you know? Maybe go to ITT Technical Institute. <laughs> yes, because they're not a scam at all. But then again, I've, I haven't been to school at all, so I probably don't know what a scam is or how to spot one. So, Trump University! <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> ITT testicle uni university. Oh, I'm Virginia. <laughs> Uh, International Testicle University, the best strip club <laughs> academy. Like, I don't know, if, I don't know if I have the grades to get into that. And plus, I don't know if I want to strip anymore. Like, there's so much other types of dance, and I really kind of want to explore that. Listen to me. You have the ability to join any testicle institute you wish. <laughs> I would love to see you follow your passion for dance and testicles. <laughs> you have my full support. By the way, um. You never paid me for the last dance. Oh, Manny, look, there is a recruiter for ITT. Look over there, quick. And when he looks, <laughs> Lothario just runs, just runs away in the other direction. <laughs> hey, come back. Uh, it's not even Lothario's money. <laughs> We're going to say as you were running away, uh, Saloon, time slows down for you yet again, Lothario. And you see Saloon, not looking like Sophia Vergara, again, looking like your mother, but 15 feet tall, and with a much more impressive chancla at her waist. Lothario, ay, mijo. Though I am not actually your mother, I know your mother would be very proud of you, especially because your mother, I assume, grew up Catholic and does not approve of your, her grandson's profession. Uh, I am... I, I am... I am what? I... but you sound, uh, Irish Catholic. Am I Irish now? <laughs> It's a sandal. That's your AC. <laughs> Jesus. He's forgotten his heritage. <laughs> you are slapped with a chancla so fast that uh, you actually see her reaching for it after it slaps you. <laughs> In fact, there's a, there's a shoe print across your face before you feel it. <laughs> Take five damage. <laughs> I am a hands-on instructor, as your mother was. I just want to let you know that uh, you did a very good thing. You are showing a lot of promise as my champion. One final thing, just as we did with the last child, what would you do differently had you had the opportunity to uh, be a more positive influence on your son's life? <laughs> I, I don't know. I would uh, buy bigger shoes and maybe hit him more. I Maybe hang him upside down from a piñata and throw all of my shoes at him or or just show up when he's he's being bad. And I, I, I don't know. I hit him with as many shoes as I can. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, uh, yes, if you are trying to tell me with your tears that uh, he needs more good old-fashioned Catholic child abuse to prevent him <laughs> from going down this path. And I agree as a uh, your mother. As a goddess, I would not agree. But as your mother, I would agree. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Jess. Uh, Lothario uh, would show up as a masked figure in the darkness with unlimited chanclas to throw at him in full support of his ambitious dreams. And... These are called the Chancla Ninja Stars of Love. And they are holstered at my wayside. And I will be in the darkness to watch you your whole life, Manny. Make sure to follow your passion. And not those dirty, dirty strip clubs with the bugs and the weird woman with the scratchy voice. Stay away from them. 
uh, yeah, you, some masked figure. I don't know if you actually went back and were a part of the, uh, your kid's life or you just would show up at uh, opportune times because now you have the benefit of time travel. That first time we thought about ditching school in uh, at, when he was 13 years old to go run and away and do drugs, a masked man showed up there with a, a bejeweled chonkla and just would shake it menacingly until he got back into class. <laughs> It's just this world of dance. Was this? I mean, whoever this masked man is, I mean, he. I don't like being hit, but that part. <laughs> but he has such elegant moves. I thought I was the only one who could do this this, this move, and he did it too. I wonder if we're related. Anyhow, probably not though. <laughs> you cut to a scene where Manny, many years from now, I don't know who this masked figure was who just kept showing up throughout my life to either threaten me or encourage me, like whenever I needed it. But like, <laughs> I get it. I, you know, I was a bad kid. You know, I didn't really have a dad growing up, but I did have this masked figure, you know, who like <laughs> kind of helped me. Outside of this context, either sounds crazy or like, boy, you had a stalker. <laughs> I, I was gonna say it's the oldest story in the book. Tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. <laughs> I had a mass figure that showed up and abused me, me randomly. Oh my god. I always hoped it was Channing Tatum under the mask. Just like, <laughs> like, hey, he, he cared. He got your fan letters. How many of our fans are like, man, I wish I had a mass figure in my life? I have one. I went to therapy for it. It was terrifying. <laughs> you look like Donnie Darko. <laughs> As Lothario breaks away from his son to not pay him the tip for a dance that he received, <laughs> although didn't want, <laughs> and his vision and conversation with the goddess Saloon, and the, you see in the background the focus shifts to Gertrude. Gertrude, what are we seeing? Um, it is still me as Meatloaf in Meatloaf's body, but now I have a swarm of bugs just around me, almost, literally like Oogie Boogie when they take off the sheet and he is just a body of bugs moving around. Oogie Boogie. And I'm, I'm in the parking lot just, Mom, Mom, Dad, Dad, you guys got the camera? You gotta take a photo of this. This is unbelievable. Good in my lord. I can't believe this. I am just, I am just, it's like I'm their servant. You know, they're just calling on me right now, but don't worry, don't worry, we don't need to call the police. We've got our own SWAT team going on here. <laughs> but guys, seriously, did you all get tested? I'm a little worried about getting hepatitis B from you. You know, I just, you know, These on the all... plus side, mom, on the plus side, mom, I will yes. tell you, I now uh, got some, yes. I got some paying man tits. <laughs> oh, I know. This is so bad. Uh, the, the bugs are multiplying exponentially. <laughs> like, the bugs are growing. They're, they're swarming everywhere, Cody. Your puns are on fire. We're, if we're going to talk about skill sets I have here, between the alcoholism and the drinking and being the locust man, this is definitely the lesser of two weevils. Oh, very uh, good. Uh, that was the worst one ever. Gertie, your puns are on fire, ants. Thank you, thank you. I made it up on the fly. <laughs> uh, you, the bugs are talking, uh, the grasshoppers are talking in their own language. Do we eat her? No. She replenishes our armies. We must not consume her till the end. <laughs> Chosen one. Chosen one. She is our queen. Goody, you've really come into your own. I'm so happy that we came to this dirty strip club today. And I would just love the camera to slowly pan out 
and it's just yep. the, like a subtle new soundtrack from Iron Man that's like, I am Locust Man. <laughs> <laughs> and Chet is Ginger is definitely that camera woman. Yeah, she's uh, backing up in her big old stripper heels trying to get this uh, slow backing up camera angle. <laughs> Total over-eager soccer dad filming their kid energy going on. Um and then at some point they summon their owl familiar Rust and create a camera drone. Honey, yeah. just but, this is amazing. And I cast like uh I'll cast a fog cloud behind her so it looks really epic and you know <laughs> like real like uh music video esque while she's doing her locust man thing. You guys are so supportive. This is totally gonna go viral on ZooTube. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Gertrude, you have to stand still for five minutes for each individual frame in the music video to develop. Uh, and now I have a question for, uh, and th- I guess this is, you know, you don't have to role play this, but I think the fans want to know. Uh, as you're watching Gertrude uh, show off her new talents as the Green Queen or what, uh, the Bug Man or whatever title she goes by. Bug Lord. Bug Lord. Clearly you guys are supportive parents. But are you supportive, like, in the same way that your kid says, I'm going to medical school, and you're supportive? Or are you supportive in the same way that I'm going to be a professional juggler? Or are you just happy it's not drugs? (laughs) Spoiler alert, it is drugs, too. I'm getting into street magic. Okay, hey, hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Little too close to home. (laughs) Is this real pride? Um, Mm -hmm. At this point, it's this is pride, yeah. I feel like at one point, Chet wouldn't have been so proud of this. But at this point, he's been through so much uh, identity crises and changes that he's just happy to see his daughter thrive right now. He's on board. So he's a bandwagon dad. Yeah. 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 If all these bugs love her, she must be doing something right. You could go to medical school. Why are you going to bug open mics? I don't understand. I'm having a really hard time right now with the like counter-transference of this scene because he's going to become a stage dad. And now that's exactly like my childhood. My dad was my biggest support. <laughs> yeah. That's great. You guys are wearing uh, t-shirts that says mom of bug queen. Yes. Uh, bug queen. <laughs> that's our bug queen. Yeah, I couldn't be more proud. That's our little larva. I'm just so happy that you're making new friends. Better friends. Oh. Small, disgusting, buggy friends. Chet's got a crop top on that says parent of bug lord. <laughs> <laughs> Loretta's going to be super passive aggressive about this. Like, oh, what? There wasn't a real, like, what? There wasn't, like, you couldn't get Queen of Unicorns? The Gertrude. Black Lord? Ew. Yep. Gertrude, you got to look at your parents and say, I larva you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. And that's where it's going to fade out. <laughs> so, yes. Let's all. Uh, let's all go home and watch the movie Cocoon. Okay, but, but, <laughs> final credits. And now, as it fades to black, a few seconds go by. And then the camera fades in again. It's inside the strip club. And there's a piece of meatloaf just sitting alone on the table with no one else around. <laughs> and you hear this voice say, Hello, is uh, is the dance still going on? A- anyone? Hello. I-, I didn't have any lines of this episode. Am I still getting paid? <laughs> Sorry, I was busy killing rats in the battle. They kept trying to eat me. I forgot to Wanda Twins deactivate. It's just like Pickle Rick. There's an army of dead fucking rats around this meatloaf. <laughs> no explanation. Just a bunch of dead rats and a bloody hammer. A bloody mini hammer. It's one of those little lobster crackers. 
One of the ones that looks just like a mall. Yes. <laughs> and that has been our episode for the week. Uh, we got two of Lothario's children knocked out. We got two more left. <laughs> it's not a bad way to say it like that. Knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> they are KO'd. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That, that's probably one of the least violent jokes against children we've made. In this <laughs> that's fine. It's true. You're not wrong. Oh. Um, that was fun. Uh, I love this family dynamic with the cat and the lecherous uncle like figure. <laughs> this is this is it's like full house if it was like done on HBO. <laughs> you mean it's shameless. Yeah, it's shameless basically. <laughs> I think any opportunity to have crossovers with our other characters have cameos is just so That was awesome. so much fun. Like, yeah, that was great. We got to do that again. That was cool. Yeah, we got two knocked out this episode. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> Speaking of which, Jesse Egan, where can people find you? You can find me at Jesse Egan Comedy on all social media. Thanks for another great episode, Damien. Thanks for bringing Blanche Poobell again. Like, I'd like to see a remake of Mrs. Doubtfire, <laughs> but starring Blanche Poobell. <laughs> well, hello! <laughs> <laughs> I imagine her looking like uh, Mrs. Doubtfire already. <laughs> totally. You're hot stuff, babe. I always wear shaving cream all over my face. <laughs> I would have loved to have uh, heard the, uh, what, like, and they obviously cut out the scene because it was probably a downer, but what the custody judge had to say after he found out about all those shenanigans, likely <laughs> it would have brought down the tone of the movie yeah, quite died. a bit. Just him locked in a prison cell with that, yep. fa- with the made up as Mrs. Doubtfire. And then some like really buff guy coming up just like, hey. Hello. Hello. <laughs> well, hello to his cellmate. Now do more. <laughs> <laughs> nanu, nanu. Sarah Lee Steiner, where can people find you? You can find me on the social media at Sarah Lee Magic or in your backyard collecting recruits for my new Locust Army. Nice. <laughs> Swarm to me. <laughs> You'll be mine. <laughs> is it getting swarming here or is it just me? I'm no longer afraid of death. I welcome it's a cool, it. It's a cool new you ability. You become death. <laughs> I can't Joe wait has to train a monster. I think it's awesome. You know, I'm just I'm just gonna train them to have like poop on people. Nice. I have actually given you a way to protect yourself from Joe in future episodes. <laughs> I, but you know, I'm not gonna be smart enough to use it for protection. <laughs> just comedic emphasis. <laughs> Gertrude, don't do protection. That's why she's had so many pregnancies. Let me tell you that arm. right now. What's it to me? Oh God. <laughs> what you putting on that condom for, pussy? <laughs> Good lord, Gertrude. <laughs> Clint Beiser as Chet Blancate, proud uh, papa. I'm sorry, I fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was an intro. That <laughs> was an intro. I Clint, jumped into it. That was good, Clint. Clint yeah, dude, you have muscle memory. Yes, I did that shit. Clint Beiser, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on social medias at Clint Beiser and. Um, yeah, just I love this episode so much. Thank you, everybody, for keep on doing good stuff. Thank you. <laughs> you know, here, here's a little thing I want uh, if our fans, if you have any home improvement questions, think of think of Clint Beiser as this show's Bob Vila. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and tweet him like, hey, uh, how do I fix the toilet? That's I'm what sure I Clint do. I'll get back to you and happy to help. I text <laughs> him all true. the time. I'm like, I, I plugged up the toilet again. What do I do? I was going to say, you can text Sarah and say, how do I ruin a toilet? <laughs> oh, oh, if you've been hurts. paying attention to her notes throughout the show, you know already. <laughs> Sarah Lee, get the bidet. It'll, it'll save your plumbing. It'll save your life. It's, it's not a toilet paper issue, but okay. 
<laughs> How'd you use that? <laughs> uh, we pan out, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, we see a roll of toilet paper hit Sarah Lee in the head. <laughs> well, any dude who's like, uh, so uh, I'm a big fan of the show, and I hear you have immediate red flag. Yes, I buy you a drink. Immediate red flag. No, you can't, because I will just instantly shit it out. <laughs> <laughs> you check your tender. You're like. Yeah, I got nothing better tonight. All right, why not? Let's... <laughs> this date needs a safe word, though. Pepto. Tapioca. <laughs> Gas X. Dave Callens, where can people find you? I'm still just on this table alone <laughs> in the club. There's there's no one here to assist me, and I'm, I'm getting nervous about these rats drawing nearer. You can also check the social medias at Sharkodile. <laughs> I, would, I said good day <laughs> I would love a bonus scene of you singing the song from uh, Monty Python which is like I'm all alone <laughs> all by myself <laughs> Bijan Mustafavi the star of the show where can people find you uh, you can find me at Bijan's comedy on uh, any social media and I have been your dungeon master Damian Mercado if you're a fan of the comedy of this podcast, check out Science Faction. It's a comedy science podcast I do with a scientist. We have a lot of jokes. Uh, you'll like it. Also, if you're a fan of the show, uh, recommend us to a friend or leave a five-star review with a comment on iTunes. It's one of the little things you can do to really help the show, uh, to help episodes come out on time, to help the word get out there, and to, and and to help us lonely tabletop nerds not starve. And also, if we get 100, you're still going to do the stripper dance, right? Yeah. Yes. I, I, never, I swear to God, 100. Never let it down. <laughs> I will do it. That's not even that high of a number. Like no. I, We could do that. Uh, and by the way, if you don't have, if you don't have iTunes, make an iTunes account. It takes five seconds. Mm-hmm. All right. What did, Anyhow. what did he promise today? He promised 1,000, and he would do a song or something? What was it? I forget. Oh, I would edit together. Uh, I would. I would uh, edit together two songs. It was. He's gonna make a uh, new pop song uh, by Meatloaf. It's raining men. It's raining. It's raining meatloaf. And if we can get to a thousand Patreons, I will commission an actual music, an actual musician, <laughs> Sarah Lee, and I will do the fucking vocals if we have to. <laughs> oh yes. And we, and we will combine. <laughs> what was it? Meatloaf and, and it's raining men for <laughs> it's raining meat. Yeah. yeah. Temperatures rising. Oh, God. I can see Paradise Meatloaf by the dashboard. <laughs> so if that's something you'd like to see, support the show either on Patreon or with some comments on iTunes. Anyhow, thank you very much for listening. Later, nerds. Bye. Bye. Hi, y'all. It's me, Blanche Poobell, mother of little Gertie and wife to Chet Blanquette, who some now know as a robot man named Teefy. I'm also the owner and proprietor of the Calzone Hovel, where we're special in personal pan scrapple stuff calzones. We're having a very busy day down at the Hovel. The swamp is just jumping today with hungry customers. I'm going to give a shout-out to you when your order is up, so please form a line by the pickup window. First up, we have three classic combos for Matthew R., Lynette Bell, and Lindsay Taylor. Classic combo, of course, that's a scrapple calzone with a Coke Zero, which is actually real Coke with a little water in it because I don't actually carry Coke Zero here at the Hovel, y'all. Anyway, thank y'all for the nice tip. Enjoy your lunch. Okay, next up we have a couple folks that want to go to the V-Zone. That's what I call a vegetable calzone. That's for Malleus and Rick Turpin. 
come on up and get your veggies. You can sit at that table there marked with the green bell pepper. That's our veggie table. Thank you. All right, now we got three Caesar salad specials uh, for Jessica, Altbeer, Rebecca Throop, and Torso. Of course, our Caesar salad is made with scrapple. It's really a Caesar scrapple salad, and I hope y'all enjoy it. Would you like some fresh ground pepper? Just more ground up scrapple, y'all. All right, uh, Colin J. Baker, Quezon Escobedo, and Chris Waltrip. Now these next three folks ordered personal pan pizzas and I don't have the heart to tell them I don't make pizza here at the hovel. Instead, I made them calzones and then I sawed them in half. These may not be pretty, but they taste amazing, y'all. And by amazing, I mean gross because I hate pizza. I only like calzones. Here you go, y'all. All right, next up is Christopher Skelton, Natasha Yagrain, and Chance Deason, and Fred Milano. That's, that's four orders off of French fries. I don't know what kind of establishment y'all think I'm running here at the Calzone Hovel, but we sell imitation Italian food, not imitation French food, y'all. But I'll tell you what, I cut some scrapple into crinkle-cut shapes, fried them, and salted them, and y'all won't know the deal. Enjoy your freedom fried scrapple, y'all. Next up, we have Dwayne Donovan, Hector Angulo, and AJ Kurosaki. We got some orders for plain cheese calzones, and I'm sure they just can't afford the extra quarter for the scrapple, so I'll just give it to y'all for free this time. In fact, yeah, I've stuffed some extra into these cheese calzones. They're so full of crusty burnt meat, so I'm sure they'll be back. Everybody loves free scraps. Enjoy! Alrighty, Anthony Silva, Cody Martinez, Damien is... Now, I got me a note here that says that these next three are from the health department, and they want to inspect my hovel to make sure it's sanitary enough for these swamp folks to eat here. Uh, if y'all three would just come around to the second window while I prepare a delicious dimension door spell to send y'all to another plane of existence. Did I say that out loud? I meant calzone. While I prepare y'all fresh calzones, come on right around here. Okay. Now we got a big group next. This here is Rob Wagner and three kobolds in a trench coat. They look very hungry. I got your order ready. It's uh, one quote-unquote Coke Zero, one Scrapple Caesar, uh, one combo meal, and three calzones stuffed inside a larger calzone. Enjoy. Okay, our last two orders uh, for the lunch rush are up. We got Harrison Gabe and Andrew Robertson. Step on up, y'all. Uh, these two ordered the Supreme Calzones. And those are calzones stuffed with everything, all our ingredients. The kitchen sink, which of course, is just double the scrapple, y'all. You knew it was gonna be that, right? You knew. Now, I wanna really thank all of our wonderful patrons for supporting the Calzone Hubble and Awful Neutral, the podcast. We couldn't do it without y'all. I love y'all so much, my heart is bursting like a poorly made calzone. This is Blanche Poobell signing off. Have a scrapple day, y'all! <laughs>